so he eventually uh, just got complete control over the film, and that's why it is the masterpiece of filmmaking that it is. It is a singular vision that was greater than a committee. Yes, absolutely. So anyhow, yes. After the, after he has uh, uh, repeated the problem is that the the woman has a baby in her. He pulls the baby out, doesn't have anything to cut the umbilical cord with, and bites it. The woman then complains that the baby... How does he get the baby out? Does he, like, punch in the stomach? Like, how'd that happen? It just happened? No, he just... Uh... He just delivers the baby. Yeah. As God and nature intended. Okay. Bites the umbilical cord. The baby's not breathing. The woman's concerned about it, so he starts swinging the baby around um, like a helicopter blade with its umbilical cord. That makes sense. The baby starts crying, and then he's like, I did it. I saved the baby's life. Uh-huh. I saved the day. I saved the day. <laughs> and then they escort him out of the hospital past his new girlfriend. <laughs> and she's like, what's going on? What What's happening? I'm freaked out. Why are they getting rid of you? I and saved the day, Betty. I saved the day, Betty. I saved the day. <laughs> So wait, how did he get the umbilical cord? Because he had it later. Okay, so we'll get into that in a moment. <laughs> um, I have to go pee, though. So oh. Anybody else need a break? I need to go, yeah. Cool. I'm, I'm... Uh, moment? You might be in silence for a moment then. Okay. Oh, I see. Okay. If you want to talk to yourself, I'll be editing it later. Yeah, if you want to talk to yourself or, or do some music or something, that'd be dope. Or you know what? We'll cut right now and uh, cut to one of your tracks. How's that sound? Or you could just make a long fart noise. <laughs> yeah, cut to, cut to one of my tracks. That's cool. Break.
got you, captive podcast listeners. I want you all to do is stick $1,000 into an envelope each and mail it to the following P.O. box. P.O. 9168, area code 95833, Sacramento. Address to Dave, because that's my name. That's the level two. That's not really my P.O. box. I don't have a P.O. box. Don't actually do that, but you should kill your parents. Everybody who's listening, kill your parents. Uh, that is the name of my new single, by the way. You should kill your parents. So I'm, I'm just promoting my new single. I'm not actually telling you to go kill your parents because don't do that. That's a bad thing, but you should kill your parents. Check it out. Upcoming. I'm just kidding, actually. I do not have a single coming out called You Should Kill Your Parents. Although I am kind of wondering if I should do that. I put like subliminal messages into my track. You never get like a metal song that actually has them tell people to kill their parents. All that satanic panic stuff in the 80s. I mean, why not? This day and age, I don't think it would be uh, out of place at all. I mean, it's a terrible sentiment. But kids like that kind of stuff, you know? The more, the more outlandish you get, that's what they want. I came back in the middle of this, <laughs> and I don't know what's happening. <laughs> I, I, I was... Uh, Self-promoting. Okay. I heard something about the satanic panic. Well, because uh, I was just ruminating as to, uh, well, I guess ruminating is the right word. I was just kind of bullshitting as to whether... Pontificating. Pontificating, I guess. <laughs> I wasn't really giving a speech. I'm more like talking to myself. Well, why not have a track called You Should Kill Your Parents? Just include very uh, specific details as to how to go about doing it. You should do that. And then the, when it actually happens, you're going to get famous for it. I should, shouldn't I? Yeah. See, that's, I mean, you go back and you listen to all that stuff during the satanic panic, right, of the 80s and, and early 90s and whatever, um, when they thought that, like, that's what metal music was telling kids to do was to, you know, form satanic cults and kill each other and kill their parents and stuff like that. Um, yeah. But you listen to that music, none of it does that. They, you know, they're chalking it up to that it's like subliminal messages. But in this day and age, why not? Yeah. They're always going to blame something. Like, they're blaming video games and movies. Like, it's it's never them. It's never parenting or religion. Well, and they never actually look at... They never actually listen to the songs, right? They never actually, like... Because the devil will get in them or something. <laughs> but then, then you know, my kind of music, you know, it has a niche, right? But I don't I don't see the kids. The kids all listen to rap uh, and, uh, and hip-hop. And that's cool. It's awesome. But... Uh, uh, not a whole lot of people listen to like rock music or, you know, stuff like that anymore. So I don't know how, how my message would get out. I guess I'd have to get like a rap persona and then I could rap, kill your parents, uh, uh, kill your parents or something like that. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Get the message out there to kill your parents. <laughs> this is a fun conversation to walk into. Anyhow, guys. There's nothing on those notes. I don't know what you're looking at. You're pretending that you're doing something <laughs> that I'm is professional. No, I'm done with the notes. Then. Yeah, I, so I've run out of notes as well. I, as I said, I only had two pages. I stopped uh, taking notes. Notes, uh, notes suck. Notes don't help for a podcast. I'll be quite honest with you. I tend to take notes for podcasting, but the best shit is always like off the dome piece 100% of the time. He's only got like five lines of notes, and it's in... 
like runes. Like you can't read this Why shut the flying fuck up. <laughs> you wrote I can tell this says jerks off horse, but it looks like <laughs> Yelk's cough hearse. Well the last the last two notes I have are quit the shitty cheese job and gets inside the moose. Moose. Okay. Huh. That is Canadian, eh? So where did we leave off? I don't know. We were talking about the satanic panic. The little baby that was inside the lady's body. Bit it apart, yes. He saved the day. He saved the day. So from there, he goes back home. Back home where? Half pipe back home? Didn't Rip Torn rip up his half pipe? No, not yet. Not yet. Not yet. This movie's so all over the place. Yeah. So so I'm, now I'm trying to remember because this is, I believe, where I left off for my last viewing. Doesn't he go on a date with Betty? He does, but he first... Oh, this is Backwards Man. Backwards Man, Backwards Man. Yes. So he goes back home after he saved the day. And we cut to his dad driving home in... What the fuck was his truck? What was his job? Oh, shit. I don't know. But I think they had the scene where um, he's, like, eating breakfast. Oh, oh, they had this, the, the shower oh, scene. Yes, yes. Yes, the brothers were eating breakfast. Yeah, so, so you've got the shower scene. God damn it. Where he is um, he is running the shower and Freddy comes home because Freddy has an apartment somewhere. Oh, right? and he's in his scuba Steve yes. gear. And Gord is in the shower um, and he's in the shower for such a long time that uh, Rip Torn decides to go uh, downstairs and, and see what's going on. And so he then turns off the hot water and says, oh, this will get him out of the shower, you know, jerking off in there. Um, and it doesn't do anything. So he, uh, so he goes in and he <laughs> opens up the, the shower door and um, Gord is standing underneath the shower in full scuba gear with a scuba tank on. With, with the water splashing. First of all, he starts flushing the toilet. Like, are you so stupid you can't tell the difference between <laughs> hot and cold? Like... It was a glass shower, though, so he could have yes. seen right through it to see that that is not a naked person there. Right. No, it was, so it was fogged glass. It was fogged. Yeah. Right? Well, it. it's not skin color. Yeah. That is a gigantic spider. Lick it. Needs to you go should inside. lick it. I am not going it's, to. It's one of those uh, harmless jumping spiders that are really big, though. Okay. A giant jumping spider? Those are cute. Yeah, they are cute, but they're also really scary looking. Uh, they don't hmm. they're not dangerous or anything it's yeah. always like ah oh, no big spider so anyhow rip torn uh, opens up the door sees him and he's getting splashed in the face with the water does the scuba gear come up at all ever again no not at all so then he turns to to face rip torn and says like i found treasure no 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 he he oh i don't think so yes yes no, no you're right you're right he does and then yeah. his dad in a rage, grabs him and throws him out of the shower, breaking the shower door. Um, yes. I wonder if that was supposed to happen, because that looked very real and painful. Uh, I don't know. But the, um, the soap on a rope that he has then gets uh, tossed inadvertently into the toilet. So right. he says, oh, no, the treasure went in that cave. And he <laughs> sticks his head in the toilet. <laughs> And he grabs the soap on the rope. He says, see, I found the treasure. Fishes it out. Says, I We're going to be rich. <laughs> We're going to be rich. 
all while his father is just steaming mad at him. Yeah, just livid. Why do you even get soap on a rope? Oh. I've not seen that shit in forever. In ever? I don't know. Seinfeld had a joke in his book about soap on the rope. Seinfeld. In his Eddie's favorite. Sign language was the name of that book. Ugh. I had it when I was guy. seven. I think you should just turn your whole podcast into a Freddy Got Fingered <laughs> shot by shot analysis. analysis. Oh yeah. my god. No, I love this. I love <laughs> this concept and I want to find somebody who has the same like level of passion as you about a movie. <laughs> Any other I could do this with Fight Club. I could probably go scene by scene off the dome piece for Fight Club. Maybe Tom Green will be here next week. And then Wouldn't that be great? Go yeah. <laughs> and I could talk about all the differences between the book and, and the movie for Fight Club. It's quite a lot, mm-hmm. but quite a lot. Movie's really good though. Fincher is amazing. Yes, Fincher is. I'm glad there's no Me Too yet about that man. Yeah. Yeah. Same. So far, Alyssa, um, just listening to. Freddie got fingered. What 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 are your feelings? Where are you at right now? What do you mean? With the with the movie. You haven't seen it, you haven't even entertained it for a long time, like just in your brain piece. And now hearing the analysis, what 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 are you where are you at? I can't believe we're going scene by scene on this, for one. Okay. Why? Because there's not I mean I guess you kind of have to because nothing makes sense unless you reference a prior piece, but then they, none of it makes sense. So why? Okay. Like, I'm just, I'm struggling. So listening to us have a, a conversation about it, though, is it more um We haven't even gotten into, like, Zebra Animation Man and... Yeah, no. My hooves! Yeah, his hooves. Did he actually draw that, or did he hire somebody for that? Oh, of course, none of that was really him drawing. Yeah. I'm so disappointed. I thought this was. I thought he was actually a skateboarder, and I thought that he could draw. But okay, so next, everything is a lie. I'll explain why this movie is valuable, and clearly, it's not because it's a quote good movie. It's not right. So there, the, right. it's it's very milk toast in terms of its structure. Like, it, it just follows all of the plot points of the gross-out movie, almost, like, shot by shot. You could use a, like, stopwatch and do, like, a Joseph Campbell sort story structure kind of thing on it, and it would just hit every single note at the right time, if that makes, makes any sense. In a very milquetoast way, right? They're not really playing with the structure of the movie. Right. So the question that I asked myself is, was this a postmodern movie? And... My, my answer was no, it's not. It's a modern movie uh, as compared to postmodernism. Then I was just kind of going through and trying to figure out, like, why do I keep watching this movie? What is it that draws me to it? So if we're going to do this next uh, time, I will. <laughs> <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. So, like, the, the thought that I had, and I was kind of tweeting about it a little bit earlier. I kept tweeting, hey, remember in Van Wilder? when they all ate the dog cum, mm. that just means that they were all jacking that dog off a bunch, right? Yeah. And if anybody's ever seen the movie Van Wilder, basically there's a bulldog that's got very large testicles until they start masturbating it, and then they fill eclairs with the ejaculate. 
Fuck. to feed it to a rival uh, flat. Who's that, Ryan Reynolds? Yes, Ryan Reynolds, mm. uh, Deadpool. So there's a cum-eating comedy from an animal. And then you've got... Um, Freddy got finger. They don't eat cum in this movie. No, they don't. They don't ever eat it. So they're a little more hybrid. They're just bathing in it. So the next one would be um, Kingpin, right? Woody Harrelson. Woody Harrelson goes out and masturbates a bowl to completion into a pail and then brings it back and says, Oh, I got it before all of you other Amish people and I uh, milked your cows. It took a little while, but I, <laughs> I, I did it. And then he drinks from the pail of ejaculate, and they say, we don't have cows, but we have a bull. Mm-hmm. So again, you've got another example of a slapsticky comedy where a guy masturbates an animal to completion and then drinks the ejaculate. I think where Freddy Got Fingered failed was that nobody ingested the ejaculate. Mm-hmm. Then it would have been true comedy. No, that would have that would have bumped it into postmodernism. Mm, That's the okay. dividing line: okay. is that they didn't actually drink cum. Yeah. So while they came, which normally is considered the the completion, quote unquote, there was no uh, um, consumption. I feel like because it's Tom Green, he would have it would have had to have been real horse cum. Like obviously they couldn't get real elephant cum so they well, doctored that yeah they faked that one right but i can't see him faking horse cum i he might be a perfectionist there well they probably filmed a, a stud on a farm and he was like can i go jack off the horse and the farmer all of that was real said, yeah knock yourself out <laughs> he grabbed a horse's dick that was real mm-hmm. so We'll pick up the conversation about Freddy Got Fingered next week. Uh, until then, let's talk about the Childish Gambino video. Oh, yeah, a moment. What a... There's no way to segue. What do you mean? <laughs> it's, it's, it's current. It's in the zeitgeist. Yeah, no, I understand why you want to talk about it. Okay. I'm just... It's the, the leap between the things. Okay, do you need a moment or No, let me just drink a little and go on, you guys. Yeah. It Okay. Yeah. So, uh what I would like to say about the the new uh Childish Gambino first of all. Oh, Cuz last episode you were talking mess on music. I was. Yeah. Um because I don't know. Music is like flavors of Oreos to me. There's a lot of them that come out every year and not all of them are great to say i like all music carpet is a weird expression i don't think anybody is really like that and i think people that are like that you need to question those people because you cannot trust those people i 100 percent agree with you so the new childish gambino came out childish gambino is uh famously donald glover aka don lover It's fun to abbreviate his name to Don, and then Don Lover, Don Lover. That's funny. Yeah, because penis. What? <laughs> you said penis. What? Yeah. It's funny when yeah. people say penis. Anyhow. Right. Um, so Don Lover did, uh, uh, he, he went out and he found one of those. It was the Wu-Tang uh, name generator. Yeah. Yeah. Name yeah. Generator. 
and I came up with Childish Gambino, which is a good name. I heard he regrets it, but he can't really go back on it now because he's. That's a good name. I mean, it's it works. He didn't know that he wanted that he wanted to pursue this really. Yeah. So but he, then it took off. So then he made a song now called "We Are America," and uh, no, this is America. He made a song now called "This Is American." Why are you doing this to me? <laughs> you made a song now that's called This Is America. And the beginning of it is him uh, shooting a terrorist. What? what? That's the beginning. There's somebody with a hood on and that's somebody. That's like, not a terrorist. No, he's a that musician. was supposed to represent a f- the father of the boy that was murdered wow. by cop. That is? Uh-huh. So when I was reading the interview... You called him a terrorist. <laughs> when I was reading the interview with him, he said the, the, the points I wanted to, to get in this video were um, people killing terrorists, terrorists killing people, and then black-on-black violence. Those were the three major Okay, but that person in the beginning wasn't the terrorist. Know. He was the terrorist. Right. Cool. What? Don't be so dismissive. So that that that's what he was getting into. Uh huh. That was his whole get down. Yeah, he shot the thoughts and prayers. He shot the the gospel, the choir. Yeah. He was the terrorist. I heard that a lot of thoughts and prayers are getting uh, uh, recall notices because they're defective. So you know, like Fight Club, right? That's you know a great movie, um, mm-hmm. but. How much, here's a question, how much analysis, okay, so, so you go on YouTube and you see like there's a hundred videos by white people right now about what This Is America is about and what's really going on and the deeper message in it, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so going back to, to Fight Club, how much analysis of what Fight Club really means can really be done? Yeah, no, I, I, I get what you're saying. And, and, and honestly, like Donald Glover even said, I'm not going to ever give you the answer for what this shit means. It's like the Marilyn Manson take on art. Yeah. And there's also the other uh, thing, and, and I read this in a tweet by uh, Innuendo Studios, who uh, are on a Curious Cat thing. And he essentially said, you know, if, if you have to be explained as to what is going on and what this is about <laughs> clearly you know this isn't um like you're the problem essentially yeah it's it's not for you it's about you right right by all means analyze it I, i'm just saying like that's kind of my take on it it seemed really uh it's a really great music video and it's a great track right um but it, it doesn't seem very analyzable to me because it seems like it's very much on the surface as to what it's trying to convey. Yeah. I think it's crazy because it, I don't know that this, the track itself is going to stand up without the music video. The music video speaks so much for it and with it. I mean, I think lyrically, not a ton, but musically, it's really good. Mm-hmm. Like, that track is a fucking banger. Yeah, like, it's great. it's not... There's the video is beautiful. Yeah. But again... I, I forgot that guy's... The this, director's name. This is the thing, though. You're, you're the screenwriter. So your thing is the video. 
that's, I mean, he released it that way on purpose. It was supposed to be a package. It was I can listen to this the visuals. Though, the video. Like, it's a, it's a good Yeah, song. and we will. Mm-hmm. But it is a message with the visuals. Yeah, but once you've, like, digested the message of the video. But that's how you're supposed to get it to begin with. Right. It, you get that first, and then it sits with you. And then you can listen to the music on yeah. its own. Okay, yeah, I'll give you but that. But you need the, the visuals as well. I'll give you that, yeah. The visuals are so powerful. Mm-hmm. I need that director. Maybe you can get him for, uh, what is it, Silent Hill 2? Yeah, I want Guillermo del Toro for that. I feel like he already has a bone to pick with Konami because they fucked with a project that he was working on. They yeah, that was the, his... the one with, um, well, what was his name from Walking Kideo Dead? Kojima. Yeah, Kadeo Kojima. Oh, and, and, and yeah. What? The game that Norm. No, not Norm. What's his name? Norman Reedus. Yeah, Norman Reedus, Norman. that's his name, yeah. So Hideo Kojima, the guy that made all of the um, Metal Gear Solid games, he he's a tremendous movie guy. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, his his games seem fun. Like I like what he does well, with his suck. games. His games suck. Do they? Uh, to, story wise, he okay, just takes from everything play, else. To play the games suck. Oh, there are so many like the cut they're scenes. funny. And they're clever. I couldn't. I, okay, I couldn't get through four at all. Um, mm-hmm. Three is a masterpiece. Yes, as, Snake Eater is incredible. And Absolutely. as is five, the new. Well, no, it's not the newest one because I think a newer one just came out. But um, the uh, in when we're in Af- you're in Af- Afghanistan. That one. What, what's it called? Oh, uh, Phantom, the- Pain. Phantom Pain. Phantom Menace, the broad whatever. that breathes through with sun or whatever. Yeah, and there's something with trade agreements and, and there's a federation, but the Republic needs to go in and, and, and make sure. But it turns out that there's an evil figure behind the scenes and we don't know who it is. And then there's like this princess and there's a little kid and the movie focuses a lot on the little kid. I'm talking about the wrong thing. The movie, yeah. The Phantom Menace. The, the Phantom Menace, yeah. <laughs> no, the movie. He should just make movies. No, really. he shouldn't. He should. He just takes from every other movie. Like Who doesn't? So you're telling me then Tarantino everything... should make movies. Because that's literally what Tarantino does. Yeah, I don't I don't really care for Tarantino. You didn't like Inglorious Bastards? Um You didn't like Kill Bill? Kill Bill I could I could do away with. Inglorious Bastards is alright. What was the last one, the Western that you liked? Uh, I did not like it. I liked it. It was movie. not a good one. It was it did the Fucking like it. What's not even a good Miss Marple? It did like the Hardy Boys type thing. Like, here's this character we've kind of alluded to, but you don't ever see him or know that he is there until the last like 15 minutes of the movie. Mm -hmm. And but the whole movie is this mystery, this whodunit, and then suddenly the guy is there, he just pops out of the fucking floorboards. Spoiler alert. That's so frustrating. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that one. It was good visuals. I liked I liked the way that it was shot. Yeah, it was shot beautifully. He's good at that. Did he do that on it wasn't thirty five millimeter. I don't know the gauges of but he did something with that. <laughs> I don't think he did He shot it on on it. an old kind of film that they're not using yeah, anymore. He shot it on film and he got pissed off because he was supposed to do it at the arc light down in LA and they wouldn't let him show it at the arc light down in LA. Because I don't have that tech anymore. Yeah, basically. Hideo Kojima. I also, 
I can't really watch Tarantino anymore, though, because of how he treated Uma Thurman. Yeah. I can't. I'm never going to be able to ignore that or overlook it. See, that's that's what's so rough, though. Like, we've got so many of these artists that, like, again, like David Bowie. Like, David Bowie was banging a 14-year-old girl. Is that cool? Can you still listen to Bowie? He's dead now, so I guess we can't be pissed at him. I don't know. It's not fair to pull that up, though, because, yeah, he's dead. He can't really defend himself. But he still was a grown-ass man banging a 14-year-old. But this 14-year-old was banging every rock star she could at 14. So then that makes it okay. That's what I'm saying. Do we do we know the circumstances? 14, yes. Because he wrote in a book and he said, I know she's 14. Okay, I need to read that book, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Not not that, like, you know, I, I, I don't know how to feel about that, if that makes any sense. Because he's thing. beloved like, and it makes us uncomfortable. Well, here's the, here's the thing, like... You can be an artist and be good at being an artist, and I can also disagree with you about shit. No, that's real. Like, it sucks to acknowledge that shitty people are good at something. Mm -hmm. Like, we hate that, but it's true. Like, there's a lot of um, filmmakers that are horrible people that make really good films. Or Roman Polanski. Terrible person. Roman Polanski. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, it sucks that these, these people, but. The thing is, human beings are very, very complicated, insecure balls of, like, horrible fat and flesh and sinew, and we're not perfect. Like, we never will be. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like, I mean, we have to shun some people so that that shit doesn't continue. Right, but so do you think that shunning, like, reservoir dogs is going to help anybody? No, but he needs to realize that he can't treat people. Like, it's more than he just spit in Uma Thurman's face. Like, he almost killed her in a car wreck. And so, you know, the example that I'm, that, like, comes to my mind is, like, Louis C.K., right? Um, I don't know what to do about that. It's not my place to do anything about that, clearly. Uh, But my first reaction... And this is this is what what uh, makes me so confused about it is is to write it off and say, oh, you know, it's maybe he did something bad, but it's really like, you know, I really like his comedy. I think he's funny. And so maybe it's just something that we could move past. It's not really a big deal about what he did, you know, and and, and so I want to minimize it a lot. And I and I don't know how to like how to respond to that, because I know that's. Like, where is the line as to what's acceptable or not? That with Bowie, especially. Yeah, no, this is a really good and a really important discussion, honestly, (laughs) I think. Like, in the last 15 years. Uh Uh-huh. He probably was, and he's probably shaped more comedians... Anybody you go on Netflix right now and look at their comedy, I guarantee you they were influenced by Louis C.K. I guarantee it. For me, it's less that he was a weirdo with the female comedians he was traveling with and more that he tried to shut them up. Yeah, that's weird. I, I, I get that. Like, But my, my point with that, though, is that, like, while 
he's a damaged and broken individual, that that doesn't mean that he wasn't funny. No, he's funny, but how are you ever going to listen to that person and not think about those things? But I'm not going to feel regret for, like, how I listened to him previously and laughed before. I don't no. think anybody does. If he makes does. a new thing then, and that comes out, I'm going to be like, I, I probably am not into it. Yeah. And it's... that's about it. I think that's the divide. I, I guess the question I'm, I'm asking is, like, if it had come out... Uh, that David Bowie was fucking a fourteen-year-old. Like that's a that's a cr- really bad thing. That's a crime, right? Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, Roman Polanski can't enter the United States. Well, he can, but you know, he'd go to jail. Those things that they did are really bad. The allegations against Kevin Spacey—that's that's terrible, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's another one that fucked us up. I think. But, but when it comes to like what Louis C.K. did, because I'm, you know, I like Louis C.K. a lot, I want to say, I like, I, I have a hard time like divorcing the fact that, you know, like what other people feel about him and what he did and how it affected them, because it didn't affect me. You know, I, I just want to say, well, it's not a big deal. You know, like he should, you know, maybe he slipped up. It was a, it was a mistake, and let him let him do what he wants to do, and he should be allowed to come back in because what he did really wasn't that bad, you know. But, yeah, I mean, if you can separate those things, then it's fine if if it's just for you. But maybe, but it's I mean, not for me not to say convince... that, right? <laughs> like, yeah, like you know, he needs to have the consequences of whatever he did, and I I I that just sucks. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, he's done. Louis C.K. is donezo. He's, yeah. He's never going to come back. Yeah, and that that sucks. Um, but if he did what people are alleging he did, then I, I get why. Yeah. It, no, it's the right thing for him to do to fucking fade away. To like, dip out. Yeah, yeah. To be like, hey, I'm done. It's the least he could do at this point. Right. Yeah. I mean, he could come out and do some fantastic apologies. And he could actually do a lot of like comedy and make a ton of money to support. He could fix it, I think. He's not yeah. he's not Kevin Spacey'd it. Yeah. He's not that far yeah. out. Yeah, he didn't like physically put his hands on somebody who didn't want them to put his hands on them. Yeah. He just waggled his dick at them and then silenced them. Another level. But like, as as to like what the effect of that actually was and how out of line that was oh no absolutely anybody who lived through what he did like that's that could have been the worst thing they ever fucking went through there's a number of comedians it's not it's not the physical thing that he did it's not that his penis hurt them because that's not what happened Mm. it's that he squashed their careers that's what i mean it wasn't physically what he did it was like hey i you either deal with my shit and right to it or you're not going to advance yeah he kind of harvey weinstein yeah. that shit but you know yeah. without the rape yeah <laughs> he gave him a light weinstein <laughs> yeah uh. he gave him a, a white wine steam gross like a risling or a, a zinfandel yeah don't make this wine steam yeah, I, I, so I guess that's what I what I mean is that he's I feel bad and I don't know how like I don't know how to feel about that if that makes it's sense. It's not and I, it's and not I'm, on you. Like hope that he comes around and he 
corrects it because he has that ability, I think. But it, yeah. but it's interesting to observe in myself how like how easily I want to because I like him that I want to forgive him. If that yeah. makes sense. No, I get it. It's like that's the exact same shit I'm dealing with the Bowie shit. Like or, I I don't even want to acknowledge it. Or with Marilyn Manson. Marilyn, Marilyn Manson, Manson hasn't hurt been, anybody, but he's kind of a shithead. He's been very uncool with the whole Me Too movement. Not very, just kind of uncool with it. Why? He's what did he do? Pretty uncool with it. He just he says that like women maybe shouldn't make this a public thing and they should take it to lawyers. But or lawyers, yeah, lawyers are the police. They don't fucking believe them. Lawyers cost a ton of money. Maybe these women don't have access to that. Police don't believe them or say that they can't do anything. So nothing ever happens. Yeah. The only way that anything happens is to take it public now. Mm-hmm. And he's not down with that. But I mean, he's also been kind of affected, kind of directly professionally because twiggy yeah his bass player who was his co-writer for a bunch of shit the guy who kind of kept him on track too he made him better yeah yeah like any any manson album where twiggy is involved is a better manson album Mm -hmm. and it sucks because he also sexually assaulted jessica from jack off joe yeah and that fucking sucks marilyn manson made the right move in severing ties at that point like as soon as it came out egypt he's like we're done yeah we we cannot work together professionally i'm sure they're still buddies but he cut him off professionally in terms of like just addressing every man out there just jerk off yeah i mean i've said this for years just jack your dick off and then think about it if only it was about coming it's not about coming yeah, the, the woman's going to uh, femsplain to us men what it's about. So go ahead. Femsplain. It's not about coming. It's about power. It's about entitlement. It's... Is that what it's about for you, Dave? When you well, rape somebody? When I rape, which is the title of my upcoming book, uh, When yeah. I Rape. <laughs> <laughs> uh... I don't know. I, I mean, I, but my thing is, like, I don't think that... Alyssa knows any better than I know the motivation of a rapist. I, I guess what I'm saying is if I wanted to rape somebody, <laughs> which is so absurd like, to me, but w- if I wanted to, like if I'm putting myself in that position, which is weird, but um, like I don't, I'm thinking about it because, oh, there's a, somebody who I'm attracted to and uh, she doesn't want to fart me. So. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying like Alyssa's saying she knows what the motivation is of a male rapist, but she's A, not male, and B, not a rapist, but she knows better than me or you about it. But, but How are you arguing that it's not... She has as much claim, though, as, as we do, because we don't right. rape people. Yeah. So... And women can also be rapists, so we are literally on the same level here. I don't know what you're going about. I, I don't know, like, I don't know that it's a lack... Like, if a man is sexually fulfilled, I think they're less likely to rape. Okay. But, Maybe. But we think that and like my knee-jerk reaction is to think that too because we think that men rape because it's a sexual thing there's also people like murderers that come in their pants by tying somebody up yeah Yeah. like it's not about vaginas for those people Also, like a massive population of serial killers were gay men 
Does that mean it's more likely that a serial killer? The will fuck be you a talking man? about? A massive population? Absolutely. I can only think of one. Who? Dahmer. Dahmer, Bundy, Gacy. The three like biggest. Bundy? Yeah. I thought Bundy targeted women. He targeted women, um, but. The majority of the the biggest like heavy hitters. Gacy fucked little boys. The uh -huh. pedophile. I wouldn't call. I mean, I guess that's he's not, that's not gay. It's boys. It's male. But yeah, it's not. It's still boys. It's still male. Yeah. Uh, that doesn't make him. It's gay. A lot of it. Right, but a lot of it was because it was gay people who were not able to be gay in their time, and then they they had to like kill somebody, be gay. Well, I, and I think it's dangerous to say that. I think it's probably like better. It was to... not now, but it was dangerous to say that these people are gay. I think it's dangerous to say that they they uh, were basically subliminating uh or or you know repressing their homosexuality and no, then that and then it, it would come out in this in their serial killing because we don't know that but that was part of it i don't think so that's what i think it's just weird i think it's repressing band. sexuality in general i, I just don't yeah. think it has anything to do with being homosexual or sexuality you don't think it has anything to do with their sexuality? I think it has to do with the sexual urge and the sexual drive. But... Why would you say that Gacy is gay when he was, as far as we're aware, actually in love with his wife? I think his wife... He doesn't have to be one or the other. He could be bisexual even. Why are you saying he's gay? I think a lot of it was repressed homosexuality because back then... It was easier to be closeted. I don't think there's any any evidence of that apart from he fucked boys, little men. boys, yeah. not even men, little boys. Okay, I guess that's not a male. You are heterosexual, but do you want to fuck little girls? No. Is would you say that that's maybe a different They're all orientation? Sticky. They're all sticky. They're kids. Ew. Yeah, it's weird. To say that because you want to fuck a little boy, you are then gay, that's kind of offensive. What do you mean? You don't want to fuck no. little Eddie, girls, Eddie, but you are Eddie, straight. Level, level with us. Okay. Level with us. Okay. Do you want to fuck a little boy? <laughs> <laughs> Quite long into this episode, so I think we'll go ahead and cut it off. We've been <sighs> I'm not going to bust a monster piss. Oh. Okay. okay. <laughs> so uh, everybody tweet at us. Um, go to letsgetshitty.com. Uh, Diamondback, what, uh, uh, Dave, I don't know what you want to be referred to as. Uh, what's the call to action? Uh, well, right now you can check out my album Neon Alchemist, available anywhere albums are. And uh, pretty soon I'm coming up with a follow-up uh, named Sacramento Nights. So be on the lookout for that. Nice. Neon Alchemist is really, really good. Downloaded it. Love it. Thank you. Definitely. Ch no, absolutely. Um, I, got, I got really into chiptune and synth stuff a while ago. And mm -hmm. totally dig your shit. Thanks, man. No, I, it's really good. Absolutely. And you should definitely listen to my opinion. Because so far <laughs> in this podcast, I've been the one that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> No, fuck you. I've been right. I'm right about everything I say. Go to hell.
the best Tom Green uh, skit was Undercutter Pizza. So no, 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 no. It was Scuba Steve. Fuck you. <laughs> that was the dog poop on the microphone. What do you got to listen? For what? Anything you want to promote? No. Anything you want people to do? Contact Guillermo del Toro for me. Yeah. Tell Guillermo del Toro to that we need to make a Silent Hill too. Just mm-hmm. tell them that they need to. He needs to get in touch with my manager, Alyssa Jefferson's manager. And what's his name? My manager, Lee Stoby. Lee Stoby. Okay. So that about does it for tonight. Thank you very much, everybody, for tuning in, and we will see you next week when we conclude. Freddie got fingered. Yeah, and more politics talk. Less <laughs> politics talk, more <laughs> fingering. Huh. By the way, Freddie Got Fingered is such a brilliant title for that movie because the fingering typically refers to being pointed out as being the bad person, like yeah. you're snitching on somebody. But literally, it was that somebody put a finger in his butthole, and I love it. Yeah? Yeah. Penis. Penis. Right. His penis was fingered? Ugh. And now, good night, everybody. Good night, guys. Recording right good night. Now. Bye. Here I come, ready, you've been down, but you've